The Effenrad Snowboard Podcast is presented by Vans. Before we get to the show, I just want to say the listeners of this podcast are amazing. We've already sold nearly 150 raffle tickets, so with Vans matching the first $2,000 we raise, that's nearly three grand going to stoke.org, a nonprofit that teaches mentoring and leadership skills to underserve youth through skateboarding, snowboarding, and surfing in cities across the United States. The list of prizes is getting longer. A wired snowboard, a hoodie from Tribute, a $200 gift certificate from the boardroom, a Crow's Nest Barbershop prize pack including haircuts and products, a signed Chris Duffesy photo print from Brad Hepner, some goodies from DeKine, something amazing from Anon Optics, and just yesterday, legendary snowboarding photographer Daniel Pendergrass made plans with Russell to do up a signed print of the iconic rail shot that Russell was talking about in the Salema episode of the Plug Podcasts. All right, guys, tickets are $10. There's no limit on how many you can buy, and 100% of the money raised goes to Stoked. And again, Vans is matching the first $2,000. So send an e-transfer or a PayPal payment to Podcast at hotmail.com. And now here's Russell Winfield's fifth episode of the Plug Podcast with Gabby Maiden. Let's listen together. What's up, people? This is Russell Winfield. Welcome to episode five of The Plug. This week, I had the pleasure of speaking with one of the single most positive people roaming this planet. Her name, Gabby Maiden. Everybody sit back, put your happy face t-shirts on, and enjoy the positivity. How are you doing, like, with all this? stuff that's going on well you know it's been an enlightening experience you know these past couple months like i feel like it's really been bringing a lot of things internal for a lot of people and um which is great for conversation um great for growth and um but just speaking for me personally um i mean this this has been kind of some of the most creative moments that I've, that I've had, uh, which has been really great, like writing wise, been writing a lot, um, especially, you know, for music and, you know, for, for, you know, screenplays, like just, just kind of just everything is kind of, I'm a very, you know, imaginative person. And I, I, uh, I gotta, you know, you gotta let it out. Very creative. You know, when you got those creative juices flowing, you just gotta, so it's been kind of cool to to explore, you know, how I've been processing everything and just kind of, um, yeah, just putting it down on paper. Right. So, yeah. That's, I mean, it it kind of you know necessity is the the root of all invention. Like, mm-hmm. So because of all these feelings towards you know society and societal norms up until now, yeah. you're expressing it through. You know, writing, that's that's your exhaust, so to speak. Yeah. Awesome. Well, that's a great yeah. way to, to look at it. I mean, that's a great way to, to, to use it. You know, you're taking lemons, Gabby, and you're making lemonade. Darn it. Good on you. Yeah. Oh, it's tough, dude. I mean, honestly, it's like uh, uh, sometimes I the best way that I can express myself is, is through uh, song or or, or writing it down to 
poetry or short story. And I think it's really healthy. Mental health is so important right now. And I mean, of course, physical health as well. And it's just trying to keep everything aligned, I think, through this process and through this growth period that we're trying to all accomplish right now. I think the more that we kind of pay more attention to our inner selves, we'll be able to help everyone else around us as well where we can okay. really be able to connect with, um, I don't know, whether it's like with understanding, with um, uh, uh, acceptance of how, like you were saying, with like certain normalities that aren't normal anymore because people are either fed up with it or they, um, you know, uncomfortable things that, that might have been swept under the rug that needed to be discussed. Like, I think it's really, uh, um, it's, it's, it's been a time that I've been noticing a lot of people. I've been having a lot of interesting conversations with people, and I, I, I kind of appreciate um, that part of it all. Yeah. So two things. One, mm-hmm. did you call your dad and thank him for giving you the creativity gene? Yeah. For sure. I mean, I'm with my dad and, and my mom through, you know, through, through this quarantine. And, like, it's, uh, uh, it's kind of cool because, like, even before the quarantine was really happening, me and my dad were kind of, we were, we were collaborating with, with music. Like, he's, because I've been wanting to put this, uh, this album out for years. And, like, I hadn't, really, I hadn't, you know, put, like full attention on it I would like share my songs with like friends every now and then and then like oh I made a new song check it out and then a lot of my friends would be like hey should I really put this out and I'd be like ah maybe I don't know and so within these past few months actually before quarantine it like my dad like he was kind of like playing you know guitar and you know just kind of like getting a little bit into uh you know or at least just like kind of helping me out with it, you know, a little bit. So it's been kind of cool to, um, to just do like a, you know, get creative together. And yeah, I don't know. I thank him for sure. And my mom, she's, you know, you know, she has like the business mindset. So like I I learned a lot from her as well. Just just kind of keeping things in order and, and, uh, you know, keep it, keep it, uh, keep it tight and keep the focus and, yeah, no, good stuff. Good stuff coming for sure. <laughs> That's, let me tell you, being a father and like passing down my stuff to my daughters, it's probably the most rewarding thing. So all of his number one hit songs and everything else, I'm sure like the mm-hmm. past few months with you, like handing his torch to you has probably just made him really, really happy. I would imagine. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, dude. Like I was saying before, there's like certain conversations I think amongst like a lot of different people have been coming out like where you might not have even had that conversation before at all, like into a certain in depth thing. And you know the stories that my dad like been telling me too, like this, you know talking back in the day and you know I mean, talking about the music and like, stories. I mean, come yeah, on, let's like, like, talk about that. Like, <laughs> that's like that's that's you know what I'm saying. That's like. That's all time music, you know. That's like, that's heavy. That's really heavy. Like, what yeah, Sal's dad was like, jazz and cool. Your dad was like, yeah. partying and like doing the thing, you know what I'm saying? With, you know, bell bottoms and, and all that. 
funny because he was saying about how just God, like the, the the amount of people that he's worked with and, and recorded with like whether it was like Quincy or Stevie Wonder like just like just like a list of you know, you know like when they toured with the Rolling Stones like I don't know it's like it's really it's it's cool to like hear these stories and um it's kind of surreal sometimes when like I look like at old videos and you know that's like all over YouTube about you know whether they're on tour in um you know, like on Soul Train or something. Like it's uh, pretty it's pretty dope. Uh, when you can Cornelius. see that you're like Yeah, like Don would be like and here they are, YouTube and Shaka Khan. And I'd be like, Oh there's my daddy and he would make his own clothes too, which is pretty cool. Or like he oh, would, so, he you had got, so you're 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 a daddy's girl then, because you you were oh, part of that you're like the Erica Badu style where you're coming out in like a yeah. green snowboard gear and like, what's up? That's actually true. Yeah. It's, yeah I love that you, that you, that you call me that now. It makes me so, that warms my heart so much. I have no idea. No, but it's true. Like I would, I would make my, like I would, um, I would like put patches, you know, like patchwork on my pants to like, you know, have some individuality with that. It's like, I'm obsessed with polka dots. And I remember one of my pair of pants, um, it's, uh, Nikita, they, they hadn't made, um, like a slimmer fit snow pant yet at that time. Cause they were still like working with like the sizes and, um, and it just, just kind of, you know, cause they were streetwear first and then, you know, Hada started making outerwear. And I remember there's these pair of pants that had like this, this uh, elastic it was like on the bottom you know of the pant leg and so like but the rest of it was like would flare out but for some that one part would just always like stick to your boot and I never liked it and I was just like because my because there's like a pet peeve that I have where I have to have my pants like to go like you know like when it's right at the at the edge of the bottom of the boot like it's mm-hmm. not, it doesn't have to drag. It's just like, it's just like, why in that money spot? It's like, right, like where it, you know? And so I, what I did is I cut the, that one strip of the um, elastic out. And then I got my polka dotted fabric and I sewed it. So I made my own square pants. And then I took in the pants to make it more slimmer fit. And then I put um, like a polka dot like patchwork, like somewhere else on the pant and then that's when i uh i took uh, i would do a lot of thrift store shopping i took this windbreaker it was my favorite windbreaker it was like purple and blue and like super sick and then i got this like this paint um uh what is it like for clothes and i just like signs and yeah like kind of like that yeah and then like i threw these like swirls and you know you know kind of <laughs> made it even more 80s on it and then um and yeah, and like that, that was like my like style for, for a little bit. And then, you know, shortly after they started, you know, altering with the pants and then, you know, made different, um, you know, Correct. whether it was a baggier set or like a more tailored or something. But like, that was, that was pretty, that was a pretty cool time where I was really like experimenting with like, you know, when you're experimenting with your style and like being, you know, wanting to get creative with what you're having and 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 that was that was a pretty cool that was a pretty cool moment <laughs> so yeah you you were saying you've said a few times in, a, in, a, in this conversation so far 
we've had a lot of interesting conversations in the past several months. Now, yeah, I'm gambling that they were based on <laughs> race and your experience with that. There's definitely a bit of those talks for sure. Yeah, um, <laughs> and I, you know, everybody knows at this point. Like, if you don't know what's going on, like, yeah. you're not going to know. You know, like, yeah, snap out of it. Right. But what I'd like to know from you is what have what have you gotten from from like these conversations, and which one have you been, or which one do you think you've been most impactful in, and which one has impacted you the most out of these conversations? Um, that makes any sense. Like, yeah, like which conversations have have been kind of like sparking a bit more of like, a, oh, I like, yeah, this. yeah, that's interesting. Um, yeah, you know what's pretty cool? One of the most interesting things, the group conversations I've been having. I have these two friends that actually started this kind of like really awesome group of actors, just like wanting to just to uh we, we like there's like a play that we would like read all together and then we would like workshop it and just like right when quarantine was kind of starting and like when people you know we we're all a little bit you know in our heads of just kind of like what do we do you know and and you know to my homies like just started this like this this group which is great and then collaborated a lot of like homies from all over the world uh, that we actually, you know, either some had never met before. Um, you know, a lot of them I, I just met, but like maybe like one or two, like I already knew or, or we met randomly before all of this. And it's like, we're, we're all just kind of like, we'd be meeting up and we'd be doing this like, you know, once a week and then it wound up being twice a week and just, and every time like we'd be done like workshopping, like whatever we were doing, whatever, whatever scenes or whatever, or maybe some improv or just, we, we would always never stop talking to each other. Like it would go, or any other, like, you know, people are out in London or people, Germany or whatever. Like it's just all over. And um, I'm in, in the States. And, but yet, like, I wind, we wind up having these conversations about just everything. And it's just, and it's so, it's awesome because I, you know, I never, you know, we didn't expect or think that something like this would happen, but I think it's really great when you get grouped up with like people with all different mindsets, but yet we all have like a linking of, you know, of energy uh, to creativity in this sense and open-mindedness of being able to just talk about our true feelings and then also just also learning about different uh, playwrights, different people that we never would even you know, had thought to work on because maybe we didn't do separate plays before. I don't know. It's just that that has been, I think, the most enlightening and most awesome thing okay. that I've, I've really liked, which has been collaborated, where it's just, you know, I think it's nice to put together, like, a fun, safe space to just be creative and to open up that door to just to talk and, yeah. and to learn and to grow. And, and yeah, and my... my my two friends, they, they, they put this together and we've been still doing it. Like, it's nice. been great. It's like we would be talking for hours and just like, if, if you know, after we would be done doing our scenes. And anyways, it's just 
I, 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 I'm really thankful for it. And, and we, we would even talk about like, oh man, we get out, we get out of this world. We take a trip together. It's going to be sick. We're going to meet each other for the first time in person. And, you know, just growing like actual, like kind of, um, you know, true relationships, which is, which is great. So what, what, like the, the people from Europe and Scandinavia or UK or wherever they were like, what were they obviously like I have a lot of friends over there and some of my best friends are there and they're like, like when they saw mm-hmm. us, they were asking me like, what is, and they still are because people are going crazy and well, people aren't the government's, you know, going a little crazy in Portland right now. Um, well, yeah, people are too, but like, so what were they, were, were you like their first, were you like their boots on the ground in the States known as America? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, it, I mean, it, that's what, what was also kind of interesting as well, because you're you're talking to people that are from different parts of the world in this one little, you know, group chat, video chat. And like when it was all kind of like beginning with the quarantine, it was very interesting to hear how everything was going in the different areas of the world. You know, some places weren't having it as much of an effect as being in the U.S. dealing with cases and, um, uh, you know, also obvious the 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 different racial injustices that's been just piling on, which has been horrifying. But like, uh, yeah, it's, and that's another another thing that makes it kind of surreal where it's just, there's different, there's different countries that are like, like, kind of like things just never altered. Like they're kind of still like just chilling and, you know, there hasn't been many cases of, you know, anything. And uh, with, with, with the, you know, COVID and just, it's, I don't know. It's just, it's, it kind of sometimes feels like, I don't know. Do you feel like you're in a movie sometimes? <laughs> it's like, I don't know what's happening. And it's just kind of like, um, it's kind of like having to, I've been meditating so much, man. It's been helping a lot, but it's just, I think it's really good to reground our, we have to reground ourselves within ourselves. Yeah. So like, I remember when, uh, your first big, recent TV thing came out. Mm-hmm. I was like, Oh my God. Yay. Gabby. <laughs> you know, um, how was the snowboard industry to you in that? Like, was it, was it like, were you excited that they were excited or were you kind of like, Oh, bandwagon or were you, you yeah. know, indifferent? You know, it's, it's interesting because, when I when I had my kind of like I took like this other like snowboarding was like my self exploration from like when I was a kid and I went you know and moved up to Big Bear and and I was snowboarding and wanted to to do you know um, just kind of more seriously with the competition and that was a detour I was already taking through you know wanting to be an actor and then. So that was kind of like my self-exploration time, right? And yeah. then I took another self-exploration after, you know, snowboarding for those many years professionally, which were the best years of my life. And then I wanted to explore, you know, being out of the country. And that's when I spent more time in Iceland. And then <laughs> my friends were like, what are you doing in Iceland? And I was like, it's amazing because, you know, Nikita, you know, at the time, like, that's like my second family. And it was just the best. And it was the best, best years of my life at that moment. And then I was like, did I want to go back into my acting world and 
exploration and my, you know, be, be back with my family. I did my other self exploration back again. And then the good thing is, is that of course, like the snow industry is going to, you know, that also is like a, 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 a sisterhood and a brotherhood that like will always kind of be there as well. Like, you know, cause mm-hmm. it's been a part of me for so long, but it was interesting when there's like certain aspects, certain, you know, sometimes if you don't feel seen in a certain way by a certain person or a certain group, it's interesting when after I, um, after the show came out and, and after, you know, everyone had seen it and then the uproar and uprising of support, which, which I, I'm, I'm so like grateful for Cause like, I didn't want to feel like I like left, snowboarding because I didn't I mean it was you know it, it was it was bittersweet you know because it kind of was like some some at some degree I was like super like wow that's so cool like they see me like this is so awesome and and they're stoked for me and then there's some moments where I was like oh, I wish she kind of saw me when I was snowboarding in the same capacity and want to like you know kind of put uh, a side of an attention to me in the way of what you're doing with me now then you know uh yeah. so it's kind of it's, it's interesting it's uh i know who i am and i know what i what i can do and i and i'm proud of the journey that i'm having thus far and you know and of course like i'm just thankful for just people to, you know the, the the world of snow to, to to be supporting me like they've been supporting me all this time but yeah there's moments within that period that was kind of overwhelming where i was like I don't know if that makes any sense. Like, it's, yeah, no, it's, no, no, it fully does. Yeah, it fully makes sense. Yeah, it's, it's very normal. I believe what you felt. Debbie. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, you did it, and then all of a sudden you were done with it, and then you did something on a scheme bigger than snowboarding, and so snowboarding wanted. Maybe they were just celebrating you. You know, who yeah. knows? Definitely, and and it's, I don't know. It's it was interesting and it's kind of weird. Like I can't put it into words. Like that's how, that's how bizarre I think it is within like, I mean, you know, like just, just, just being, you know, a a black person in snowboarding is already something of a different thing. So it's like, um, I don't know. It's it's making any sense whatsoever. No, it does. I'll just just stop talking. Yeah. Let's yeah. talk about the future and not just the mm-hmm. future for you, but the future for the country, for the world. Like, yeah, how, where do you, where do you hope that stuff ends up? What are your, uh, every time I say fears, but it's not fears. What are your concerns? That's the word I want to use. Um, and where do you hope it goes? Really? I mean, well, I just, Mainly, I just hope that people can kind of, I mean, in a perfect world, but just get on, get on the same page, just get on the same boat for a second. Um, or at least, like, just seeing things in more of a, um, a less, it's just there's so much anger that's circulating that mm-hmm. it would be amazing if people can kind of just see the light more than that there always has to be a dark. You know, the universe, I think, is here for us to to help us, to grow with us. It's not really supposed to be, I don't think, out here to, you know, just create chaos. Like, I, I feel like 
the when there's misguided um, heart, you know what they mostly need is just uh, you know they just need to have some sort of I don't know if it's love or if it's some sort of just you know like it's it's hard to try to get someone to understand compassion and love and attention when they're not looking within themselves to know that you know like that saying it's like if you if you're giving love you're going to receive it right so yeah. if there's going to be constant you know friction how can there be any room for receiving love or giving if there's you know what i mean so i would i would love in the future if the friction can just settle people okay. can just just just, just relax <laughs> and just kind of just understand that we, we're all trying to just live and yeah. trying to enjoy our lives, you know, together would be wonderful. Um, and I would just, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm such a person about communication and I just, I truly believe it's like when communication is just not there, it's just that's when things get lost. So I would love them just like, love that the talking is like happening more and more. So I, I, I would hope that to the future that that converse, the conversations just keep happening. And, um, and then we can kind of get to a place where, yeah, we can just get, we can just get on a level. I feel like well, <laughs> there's like most, some people are on like a little bit of different levels. Like we just kind of got to get back on kind of like a, you know, but not, not let the boat keep a rocking. Like let's, let's, let's just like, let's just sail smoothly for a bit. I, I would just sail smoothly for a little bit, right? Yeah, I mean, man, hopefully for a long bit, but long bit. I want the long bit, but for right now, just just that the little bit sounds great too. But it's just, yeah, yeah, that would be great. I hope, man. We, I hope we, too. We, yeah, we got this. It's, it's gonna work out. <laughs> it is. Well, Gabby, thank you for your Thanks, endless Russell. positivity. <laughs> okay. And I think we can end it with let's let this ship sail smoothly. Please. (laughs) Please. Please and thank you. Yeah, please. Please and thank you. Let it ride. Awesome. All right, Gabby. Uh, Thank you. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Most definitely. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Yeah.